This is Hashtag Authentic, a podcast for creatives online. I'm Sarah Tasker and this is episode 71. Hey everybody, thank you so much for the amazing warm welcome back you all gave me last week. As I said in the solo episode, it was a little bit scary coming back, it was definitely scary being away and hearing from so many of you that you were still here and still listening really made me feel so great about coming back, so thank you. For this week's episode, I wanted to introduce you to Naomi. So I first met Naomi when she was a student in my Insta Retreat class But since then, she has become an essential team member in my business, a really great friend, and also an incredible creative and teacher in her own right. I think Naomi is a really brilliant example of how sometimes a bit of a meandering career path and maybe some uncertainty about your eventual goals can still carry us forwards to finding the work that we were truly meant to be doing in the world. I really hope you get as much out of listening to her talk as I always get whenever I speak to her. Before I hit play on our call together, I want to let you know that the class you're going to hear us talking about a little bit in this episode, the Insta Retreat, is going to be enrolling again tomorrow. That's Tuesday, the 1st of October. I only open my doors for this class a few times a year and it always sells out really fast. So if you'd like to join us and learn all the inside info that I know on Instagram, all about telling your story online through imagery and captions and finding and growing your audience then you can head to meandorla.co.uk forward slash courses. That's M-E-A-N-D-O-R-L-A dot co.uk forward slash courses. If you do want to grab a spot, I always recommend setting a reminder or an alarm on your phone for the day that it goes live because this one does sell out really fast and I hate reading people's disappointed emails afterwards. Okay, enough preamble from me. Here is the wonderful Naomi. Hi, Naomi. Welcome to Hashtag Authentic. Thank you, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here. It's such a treat to be talking to you like this. Um, we, we have Skype calls because we work together, but uh, <laughs> this time it's kind of a dedicated you time, which I'm excited about. I know, that feels a little bit special. It is special. Can, can you give everybody the lowdown on who you are and what you do? Sure. Yes, I'm Naomi Bolger and I am a writer and illustrator and I teach courses on creativity, branding, that sort of thing. I'm living in Australia with my two little children and my husband and a rabbit. (laughs) That's me in a nutshell. Beautiful rabbit. And you're also, uh, let's not forget, my right-hand girl in the Insta Retreat for coming up to two years, I think. Yes, I think it's yes, yeah, I think it's almost exactly two years now. And I honestly, My favorite job. I don't tell you enough, but I couldn't do it without you. I can't imagine oh. anyone else being <laughs> being in there with me. It's so fantastic to have you there, and it's really exciting to have you on the podcast today, so that people can get to know you and love you as much as I do. Oh, thank you. I love working for you, Sarah. It's so much fun being part of everything that you do with me and Orla. It's exciting. I feel like I'm, I'm at the forefront of something by proxy. <laughs> you are. You're an essential component. So um, let's start with your background because I'm always astonished by how many amazing jobs you have done. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I don't know how amazing they are, but I feel like my background, every, everything's related. But yes, there's a lot, a lot of different bits and pieces. So 
by trade, I'm a journalist and a magazine editor. And I did that for many years. And I started out in um, radio journalism. <laughs> I would do rural commodity news in Australia. So I would report on wool futures and cattle markets and things, which is <laughs> deeply ironic because I lived in the city, had no idea about any sort of farming stuff and couldn't do maths. So to be <laughs> a, a rural analyst was way, way out of my comfort zone, but that's where I started my career. Moved on into magazine writing and eventually magazine editing. And in between those sort of woven through, I also did a lot of copywriting. I've um, worked for corporates and charities as sort of in roles like marketing managers, brand managers, communications consultants, all those sorts of things. So those were sort of, there wasn't a direct career progression. I just kind of did all of those things in and out. I'd edit a magazine and then go back to becoming a brand manager and then I'd go and, you know, be a writer somewhere else back and forth. And then a couple of years ago, partly because of your Instagram course, I started to segue into illustration and I've started to take on now paid illustration commissions um, and sold some of my own kind of products based on my illustrations, but that's much more recent while still <laughs> writing, editing and being your Girl Friday. <laughs> like it's astonishing to me that your illustration hadn't come to the forefront sooner because it's so good. Like anyone listening, go and check out Naomi's Instagram to see her amazing mail art and just her beautiful work. <laughs> um, had you been to art school? <laughs> no, and you're so kind to say that. No, I hadn't been. And if you ever dare to scroll far enough back in my Instagram feed, please don't. <laughs> There's literally stick figures in there. <laughs> I have been learning in public and practicing in public um, because of Instagram. And I love that though. Like, how amazing. <laughs> it is until you look back and just want to slowly die of embarrassment but, but sure. I love that you've left that up there actually I'm really glad like I didn't know this but I'm really glad that you have <laughs> because it's and it's something we talk about in the course isn't it but like that's really powerful being able to see that progression that now makes me want to go and scroll right back to the beginning of your feed as someone who's not a great drawer and <laughs> like to see that possibility and it, it's a real story unfolding in real time it has been really nice and I know it's something that you talk about in terms of bringing your audience with you. There was nothing, I wasn't doing it strategically at the time, but looking back now, I today I have this amazing community on Instagram. It's just really great people that I feel that I know and we, we really connect personally. And part of that I think is because I didn't enter Instagram as an illustrator or an artist or anything like that. I was a person that would draw stick figures on envelopes and post them to people. And so people kind of came with me on that journey and they had a lot of fun with it too and other people were drawing stick figures on their envelopes. And that community developed because, I think, because I sucked so badly. <laughs> I need to see these pictures <laughs> in order to judge. And this is one of the things that I, I love about Instagram and I think you're a great example of it that you can use it as a platform that's kind of flexible with you. So you started out, you were kind of sharing all kinds of things. Then your interest became more in the mail art. So that was a focus for a while. And then you decided you wanted to teach all of your creative skills. So then that became more of a broad focus. And your audience has just sort of moved with you. Yeah, I think 
Uh, and it's really interesting because it's scary. Every time you want to pivot or change in your public, either your career or just the way you present in public, that's always a little bit scary. But I think that what it, Instagram has enabled me to do, and maybe it's the same for others, I don't know, Instagram and blogging, I would say together, seems so much more personal than the other social mm-hmm. media platforms. And so at least for me, it's meant that the connections have felt more real and the the there's been a little bit more depth. Uh, it's not felt like a showcase, like a billboard of me. It's felt like I've got to know people and they've gotten to know me. And therefore, when you pivot, sure, some people are only interested in, say, mail art and they don't want to stick around for the other stuff. But a lot of people are interested in the person behind it, as, as I feel about them. Yes. And that you stick around for that person, which... You stick around for the person. Again, it's kind of something we, we look at in the Insta retreat and, and a lot of the time people have this temptation to make multiple accounts for every kind of facet of what they do. Mm-hmm. So in your case, that would be like a mail art account and a creativity account and a branding account <laughs> and a personal account. And it kind of makes sense on paper, but then in reality what happens is there's no soul in mm-hmm. those really specific accounts. So there's not that glue that holds people to you. And it doesn't mean you have to be like loud and front and center in your brand. You can still be behind the scenes, but people get to know you and the work at the same time, which is so powerful. I agree. And as a person, I mean, I don't know. I have two small children. I like looking at nice clothes for my children, but I don't necessarily follow many accounts that only show children's clothes. I, I do follow accounts of people who might make children's clothes and I get to see them and their children and the way they live their life and the way they approach the making of and all the rest so I'm very much drawn to that sort of account and that's the like that's the difference between a catalogue and an Instagram account that can often get overlooked um and I would say like what I tend to do with those accounts is I'll often save pictures so if people are listening and thinking oh that's that's exactly the kind of account I currently have like Mm. It still works because I will save pictures instead of following those accounts and then I'll maybe go back and shop for my saved items. But you don't build that same relationship. You don't build that same kind of depth of feeling. And so they don't become like your customers in in the same kind of really, really bonded way. Yes, that's true. So you might save, you might save it and buy that dress or pants or whatever you saw but you don't necessarily become this sort of brand fan of the person following what they do, being aware the next time they put a new line out or something like that. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. You mentioned actually in there, I feel like I should I should highlight this, just and take some, take all the credit basically, um, that you <laughs> did the Insta, were you in the very first Insta Retreat class? I was in the very first Insta Retreat class and I feel, I don't know if I've told you, I think I have told you this, I feel like, and I'm just going to put this, <laughs> I feel like I'm your ideal customer <laughs> in that I I don't know how sort of strategic you were back in the very early days prior to the Insta Retreat and all the rest, but I feel like the way people teach, you know, they talk about um, um, having a mental block, the way that you, the sort of flow of customers from one thing to the next to the next. Like a sales funnel. Yes, so something like sales funnels. You know the way people speak about that. I feel like I was the poster girl for your probably non-existent back then sales funnels. Oh, like I a felt... customer pathway. Yes. Is that what we're going so for? So here's, 
Yes. So I, I was, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> One, once upon a time, I was on Instagram looking at pretty pictures and you had some pretty pictures. And so I looked at them and I liked them. And then because I was following you one time, you must have mentioned your blog. And so I clicked through from your pictures to your blog and it was really nice. And it was about your daughter and you just moved to the country and there were some spiders and <laughs> there were all kinds of just little personal stuff. And I thought, oh, she, I like the way she writes. So then I read a bit more and then I saw that you had some tips on Instagram. And I thought, oh, well, she's good at Instagram, so I'll read what she says. And I did, I read your blog and it was really, really helpful. They're insightful blog posts. And so then I looked and I saw, oh, she's got a newsletter with a free ebook. I'll read that. So I did, I signed up <laughs> and I read the ebook and I applied what I learned. And my Instagram account at this point had about 600 followers. And I applied what I learned. And in the sort of month that followed, it kind of it about doubled, I guess. And I've been on 600, like I'd made it to 600 over the years before I think I was on Instagram before you were um so I had not there was not a lot of growth <laughs> that had gone on all strategy but I thought you you know you, what you said was really sensible and it made sense and so I applied it and sure enough it was working and then I received because I was on your email list I received the email about your course and instantly signed up because by then I felt that I knew you I liked the way you wrote I trusted that you knew what you were talking about um, nothing felt smarmy or cheesy. And so I just instantly signed up. And when you advertise the next one that Bloom and Grow, signed up for that one as well. <laughs> and I just followed along this little path. You've I never told like, me that before. Student. No, I was felt like a good little student when I looked back. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I love that it because it's completely organic, but it's just Absolutely organic. And, and actually, I have to say, like, in terms of, there wasn't a whole lot of strategy in. I hadn't planned it out for you that way. But that's no, how... And it didn't feel like I was being strategized or funneled at all, but it just made perfect sense. And that's why all these elements are so brilliant to have in your business, because they yeah. help people at all different stages and they reach out to different people and they, they bring your right people in. Because by the time you took the Insta retreat, you knew how I taught, you knew me kind of quite well, you knew my family situation. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> I knew about the spiders. You knew <laughs> how I felt about the spiders. <laughs> so it meant that we were much more likely to be a good fit as well. Yes, exactly. I think that if I had seen, for example, your Insta retreat advertised just out of the blue, if someone had forwarded it to me without all of that, I wouldn't have taken it because I, I wouldn't have known if you were the right fit for me, if it was the right investment, whether I had anything to learn from you. It just would have seemed to me like just one other course. Yeah, It wouldn't have had anything special. But because I had gotten to know you through all those different channels, I signed up immediately, which I've never done before. No look. <laughs> no look. So, because you did fantastically in the Insta retreat, I still remember you being in there. And um, obviously, it's been quite a few years now. What's your follow account right now? Uh, 22,000. So, an improvement on the 600. Yes, yeah, some, somewhat of an improvement <laughs> on 600. So, I think when I entered the Insta retreat, I was on about 1500. And I applied, every, like, I was. Again, a good little student, <laughs> as is as never the boat rocker um, in school, and clearly not in adulthood either. <laughs> um, and it wasn't it wasn't instantaneous growth, and that's why I like it when we talk to people in the course now. It's it it didn't happen during the course. My growth, um, yeah. 
But and I think that a lot of the things that you talk about, where you talk about getting your house in order, and we work so hard in the early weeks of the course on helping people understand their own feed and their own each individual photograph, and then how it works in the feed and the story that they're telling visually and verbally, and how all that melts together is super important because then once people do start, you start applying growth strategies and they look at your account, you've got something there that is really um, hopefully beautiful to look at. But however it looks, it's on brand with you. It's it's yes. the right story for you. So your right people will like it. And so I think that doing all that work with you meant that many months later when I started to grow and I had, I was lucky I don't know if it happens anymore, but I had a couple of pictures that went a bit viral and that's where everything picked up for me. I had my account already all in order thanks to the course. By the time those pictures went viral, they didn't stand alone. People then could look at my account and see others like it and so they stuck around. Yes, and it's so human, it's so tempting to want to kind of skip over that first step yes. um, <laughs> and to be like, well, my account looks fine, like just tell me tell me the growth strategies and we sometimes get people in the class who feel impatient this way at the beginning and they're like, well, just like tell me how to do hashtags and tell me how to use the algorithm yes. but there is no sense in doing that until you've got everything ready to capture people. And I think the analogy that we use in the class is like, there's no point inviting people over for a house party if you've not moved your furniture in yet. Like you need to, yes. you need to do yes. things in the right order. And I think for some people, they, because they'll say my account looks fine, it does, it looks beautiful. I'm no photographer. And there are, there are literally millions of accounts more beautiful than mine. Um, but it's not just about being beautiful. It's about the, being on brand and understanding yes. what's the story that they want to tell because who are the people they're trying to attract? Why are they trying to attract them? And therefore, does their account, beautiful or not, tell that story? So, And tell it in the kind of the Instagram vernacular because there, yes. that really exists, doesn't it? Like there's certain types of pictures and content that people respond to on Instagram and, and figuring that out for yourself and for your audience, it takes time. It's, mm. It is a long game. Like it's the class is six weeks, but quite often it takes more than six weeks to really develop that skill and, and be able to go into it and know what you're posting is going to work. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely took me a lot longer. I'm still working on that. <laughs> you are not. Well, so that's interesting <laughs> to me because you, you've been a brand manager. You're fantastic at branding and looking at that whole big picture. Um. But it took doing the class for you to kind of apply it to your Instagram? I Yeah, I don't think I was even remotely strategic about Instagram prior to doing your course. And I don't think, even when I joined it, I think I just wanted to be able to take pretty pictures like you did. I don't know that I had anything, I had no concept of it being a stepping stone to anything else. Yeah. I was writing a book <laughs> that I'm still writing the same <laughs> And I had in the back of my mind that maybe it would help me find a publisher or find an audience if I decided to self-publish. Um, but I wasn't applying any, I, can't, I, I wasn't really doing any sort of branding, not professional, not any sort of personal branding, um, not with my Instagram. And, I want, yeah, I wonder why I didn't apply any of it there are elements of what you taught in the course that just hadn't occurred to me and that are really um, platform specific. Um, 
So when you talk about, I, I don't know how much you want me to go into details of the course, but when you talk about understanding your grid and seeing that as your sort of the gallery and that's what people see versus the one-off pictures, and I could have had a million great pictures in a row, but they don't work well together. So when people look at my grid, they don't see someone they want to follow because none of it makes sense. Mm. I hadn't thought about that in the context of Instagram because I'd had a blog and I'd even meant I've been magazine editor and that they have to be cohesive. Yeah. But even then I wasn't applying that. I just wasn't approaching social media in the same way. And of course, now you know the course kind of better than anybody because uh, we're in there together all the time. Um, you're in there helping students with their questions as well as me. And actually, like the course content is as familiar to you as it is to me now, I think. I would say almost as familiar <laughs> because um, I, almost every time we do the course, it's really interesting because I'm, I'm going in and I'm looking at the questions people are asking and the feedback they're seeking. And sometimes they'll ask questions about content and I think I haven't, I didn't know that. I have not heard that. And I'll go back into the course and look. And because you are constantly updating the course according to it, every time Instagram changes, the algorithm changes, user trends change. So you're constantly updating the course. And so it's really nice for me because it's a bit of a learning experience every time. <laughs> um, when these so students will ask a question and I'll think, what, what are they even talking about? <laughs> I have to go into the content and see and I'll learn something new as well. So I'm more, I would say I know it almost as well as you, but um, there's always more to learn. And I love that you constantly make that possible for us. And I often tell people about that in the course who are thinking about doing the course, that it's not, you don't just sort of do it for six weeks and then forget it. Anytime people want to duck back in, you've always added, if Instagram's got a new feature, it's most likely there in the course. If, Insta if the algorithms had a big shift, that'll be there in the course. If trends are changing look for that in the course too and people know how to respond to it and I actually find like running through the course especially if it's been a little bit of a break between classes um as I go through it with the students I continually up my own game as well because there's a lot mm. of stuff in there that what even once you know it it's it's easy to let standards slide like you know we're all really busy we're juggling so many different things and so it's really easy to kind of stop focusing on one of the strategies and then you look back and you think actually I could refresh how I'm doing that and I can put more energy into that direction and it makes a difference yes absolutely I feel like um yeah I'm sure with you I know it's the case with you and with other people I know that our use of this platform and any other platform can ebb and flow. Yes. And for me lately, I've been a little bit slack and a little bit absent on Instagram. And so it really helps to just go back in, get a handle on what's happening and where what's sort of be aware of the changes that have happened and upskill constantly. So I'm curious to know what work you're doing at the moment, what's coming up for you, because we, we don't get to talk about this very often, you and I. <laughs> Other than being your girl Friday. Um, <laughs> No, but you're not, you're not allowed to leave. Just I need to just clarify, <laughs> you can never stop working with me, FYI. <laughs> yeah, that's scary because I never want to. And you'll be like, how can I politely get rid of her? No, never. She just won't go. You know, in those movies where people say they fight and then they just show up again the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you and me. Good. I'm, I'm pleased to hear it. Move right along. <laughs> No, so I'm working on a few things at the moment. I'm um, working on some illustrations, um, some magazine articles, and I have a new 
course coming out that's on branding actually that will be out early next year I hope okay tell me about this because this is exciting (laughs) so it's called uh, tentatively called brand beginnings I haven't yet um, set that in stone but it's all about personal branding and the idea is that we will run it over one weekend and in that really intensive weekend people can get sort of bloggers creative types small businesses can basically nut out and get absolutely everything that they need to establish their brand and move forward with it. So everything from motivations and goals and why statement, that big stuff to they'll get a mission statement, they'll understand and really um, drill into who their audience is and where to find their audience, brand personalities, colours, imagery, typography, verbal guidelines. So they'll get all of those tools and they'll nut them out in one quick weekend. And then for the people that do want to as well, they can actually have, if they're looking for illustrated logo from me, we can include that in. Other people won't want that. So, but the end of it, they'll have a brand style guide and they'll know everything, their color palette, their image style, their verbal style, everything's all there for them to go forward and use it. I love it. And I don't think there's anything else quite like that out there. Like I know you can go to a brand stylist and pay quite a lot of money and get get that kind of end result of these are your colors and these are your keywords but then that element of like how do you then come up with a voice that you write with that matches that or how do you take photos that match that those are kind of you're you're on your own with that but you are bringing it all together in one place yeah I feel like you are on your own and that's sort of why I've developed it because a lot of people come to me asking these questions and they don't really know and it costs a lot of money um and it is worth a lot of money to I like I know all power to the brand stylists and designers because the work they do is so underappreciated a lot of the time and people don't realize everything that goes into it. Yes. But I've I thought I would create this workshop for people that really want to get the lot done and couldn't necessarily afford to pay an agency to do it for them, but also who want to understand it themselves because the idea, particularly with a personal brand, it's got to come from you and your actual, yes. your dreams, your goals, your vision, your ethics, uh, the way you approach life. And so it can't be just applied like we will pick some colours for you, here you go, or we will, you know, create four logos and you choose the one you like the best. It's all got to come from you because that way you can be consistent. Yes. And the idea being sense. that you want it to be beautiful but you also want it to be consistent across the board, whether it's visual, verbal or anything else. And so we do all this work at the beginning and a little bit like I know you do in the Insta retreat as well for Instagram is you've got to do the work in the beginning about understanding why you're here, what you really hope to gain from it, because that understanding that will inform everything else that you choose to do going forward. And so this is why I want to work with people. And I thought that if they do the work themselves, really supported by me, I'll be online basically the entire time um, for a whole sort of three three days for me because of the time differences. So they can check in, they have one-on-one, they get feedback, instant live feedback, all the rest. Because then if they do the work themselves, it's that much easier to apply once the workshop finishes. Yes, and yes. I'll be giving them... They'll, they'll have like a whole brand style guide, but also we will put templates together for them so that if they want to brief a designer for something visual, bang, it's there, they can cut and paste these things in and they've got the templates to give them that have their full brand in place. 
So hopefully it will empower people to be able to do it themselves but do it really well as the professionals have been in the room. I really relate to that. I think as someone, so many of us, like we've had to DIY our businesses right from the beginning because of budget and just because of who we are. And it's kind of made me into a bit of a control freak. Like I do find it very hard (laughs) to delegate. You're one of the few people I'm comfortable delegating to. Um, And so like, yeah, that process, doing it yourself and doing it hands-on, even though I've got branding and I've got fantastic branding that's been done for me by really talented people still really appeals to me because I'm sure the stuff I've not uncovered that I would really love to be putting into my brand so I actually might be joining you (laughs) (laughs) you'd be very welcome um do you have any tips then for people who are listening and struggling with their personal branding I'm just throwing this at you I haven't prepped you that I was going to ask this um but what places they can start when they're trying to think about this stuff I think that it's really, I mean, I would say the two places that you need to start um, for personal branding is before you think of any of that external stuff like colours and pictures, you need to first look at why you want to be going public, whether you want to sell something or not, What what is it about being public that appeals to you, what do you hope to gain? And I'll often say when I'm doing one-on-one coaching, I'll ask people to look sort of five years into the future and go, In the perfect world, if I could wave my magic wand, where would you be in in regards to whatever it is they're thinking Mm. of being public? And then we kind of work back and say, okay, well, if that's your ultimate goal, that's where you want to be in five years, what can we do What in in the next 12 months? What's one or two things that you could do to bring yourself along that path? And then, okay, in the next three months, what could bring you? So we bring it back to something practical But the idea being, first of all, know why you want to go public in the first place because that's your purpose. And then secondly, digging into who you're speaking to, your audience. Yes. When I used to teach um, writing way, way back in the day, I used to teach a business writing course one-on-one to corporates to help them write. Just another one of those jobs. (laughs) (laughs) But I would speak teaching them and they, they have these important messages and they go, my message is really important and I need to get it out there. And I would constantly be saying that the audience is more important than the message yes. because if you, you can craft the most beautiful speech in the world but it is of no use if you've got the wrong audience, if, they, yes. if the audience don't want to hear it. And so before I would say to people who are thinking about personal branding, ask themselves some really tough questions about why and what they hope to gain. Why do they want to be public? And then think about who who might want to hear what they have to say or see what they have to show and learn a little bit about those people. Um, and I know you teach a little bit about that in the course as well. Where, where are those people and why? you know, start talking to them and getting to know them. And there's that thing we do at the Insta retreat, which is really similar, where we get people to say in the Facebook group what their big dream for their account Mm. is. And so often it's something they've not even ever admitted to themselves, let Mm -hmm. alone in front of like a hundred other people. But it's really, really powerful to actually like recognize what that dream is and and it doesn't jinx it and it doesn't mean like you've got delusions of grandeur if you um, are doing all this work because one day you want a book deal or one day you want a six-figure business that can support your family or you know one day you want to change the industry you need to know that as soon as possible like right from the beginning so that every step you take takes you in that direction and not on a different path 
it's so powerful. And I see people in the Insta retreat every single time you do a new intake struggling with that because they they feel a little bit embarrassed and they kind of work their way up to sharing or to publicly admitting those ultimate goals. Yeah. But it does make a huge difference. And I would say, I don't know, 30%, possibly more, of my responses to when people ask questions either in the group, in the Facebook group or else in the, in the course notes, they're asking me about their course or what can they do or how do they approach a problem my answer, they must be so bored when they read these through, is saying go back to those yeah, goals that same. you set in week one, have a look at those, Where what will take you closer to those goals because they're that important. Yes. And it's really interesting. I must say that over and over and over again, but it's because they are just, they will influence everything else. If my goal is to sell my handcrafted jewellery and I'm, not sure what to do then what what, what would take me closer what would take me to the people who want to buy my jewelry if I have to make a decision between I don't know two types of pictures <laughs> yeah, yeah two types of exactly and, and actually what I love is that we see well we've seen people come through the course and and later on reach those goals and sometimes those goals evolve and change um and actually I really love that like you're a perfect example of this like your goals keep changing what you want from your audience and your business keeps changing and this mm-hmm. new class you've been talking about sounds to me like it brings together all the different threads of your career history and of the things you've been working on and experimenting and it kind of really shows how that's a a linear journey where you're building up step by step it feels a little bit like maybe like you're the um the the customer journey that we talked about earlier (laughs) with your course none of it was strategic but I feel like if I look at this course I'm really excited by it and I I really hope that it's useful to people it looks linear when you go back and oh that's yeah that makes sense that absolutely makes sense it didn't feel linear yes when I did your course I actually wasn't a model student because I did not publicly say my goal in the Facebook group I was too shy which was to have to find a publisher or to find a way to publish this book that I'm still writing. <laughs> <laughs> but what, but um, as you said, my goals and interests did, they didn't change completely, but they did pivot. And what I learned through Instagram has enabled me to follow those pathways and those interests because of Instagram. And this is like, I, I just put an episode out about this last week, a solo episode, but really the magic in following those interests and those little passions that kind of yes. bubble up. And like, I'm not the first person to speak about this by any stretch. I know it's it's in big magic. It's I think it's in the artist's way, but that actually mm-hmm. indulging our creativity, indulging our interests and our passions, can it can sometimes seem completely irrelevant. But if you can trust that, your brain knows what's yes. what's relevant and what's useful. And if it's interesting and relevant to you, it's going to be interesting and relevant to your audience as well. So kind of giving yourself permission to go, actually, I know I'm a, you know, a male art Instagrammer right now, but I really want to start talking to people about this different thing that I'm excited about and, and letting yourself have that freedom. Yes. And knowing and accepting, and this is something I've learned from your course, accepting that Ultimately, if you do decide to follow that in a really big way, you might lose some of your existing followers. Sure. But that's okay because you pick up new. So if I pivot from mail art to to anything, to jewellery, yeah. then the people who only want mail art from me will leave and that's okay. They don't hate me. They just yes. want mail art and I'm not giving it to them anymore. And I'll pick up some people who really want jewellery. 
made by a person who sometimes does male art. <laughs> yeah. And I, so, and I've it's really felt I've got a really genuine piece about I'm not at all worried about losing followers these days. Um, every time I change and pivot, lose some, gain some, but it's very much what you teach all the time that I really have taken on board is about finding my right people, not a big crowd of people. Yes. And what's the point in having a platform if it's rigid and constrains you and doesn't let you do all the things you want to do and expand and grow and evolve? Like that's not Or if you have to start a new account every time you want to follow a new interest. Yes. Yes. Big trouble. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, I, I want to sign up for your new class. Where can people find details? I know it's still very early. I've pulled you on far too soon, really. It is very early, but there's um, details of all my courses and bits and pieces on my website, which is just naomiloves.com. And there's a sign up for my newsletter there. So that's the best place where then I advise people first in the newsletter whenever anything new happens. And your Instagram is just at Naomi Bulger, right? That's right. I will put links to everything in the show notes as well. Um, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with me. I actually, I feel like I know a little bit more about your background now, which is nice. It's my pleasure. It's so much fun to be on this podcast that I listen to religiously. You'll find all the show notes for this week's episode at meandallair.co.uk forward slash podcast 71. And I'm also going to include a link to their class if anyone is interested in checking it out. As always, I love, love, love seeing what you get up to when you're listening. So if you want to share on your stories or Twitter and tag me, I'm always sure to repost my faves. And of course, it helps get the word out about the podcast, helps get more people listening, which means I can keep making these for a long time to come. Thank you so much for your support and for tuning in. I hope you have an amazing week and I will see you next time.